Hello, this is Sam Calagione from Dogfish Head Craft Brewery, and you are listening to The Modern Drinker on the iHeartRadio Network. All right, we're back at it. Um, Greg Allen back, Jay Parker. Chef Dijon had to uh, hit the road along mm-hmm. with John Irvin, so uh, they've got their uh, knees in the breeze, their chin in the wind. Chef's a cool guy. Yeah, they're out of here. Uh, he, really cool guy. I think he's going to join us uh, for the opening of, uh, not the opening, but um, the bindery. We're going to go down there. They're newly opened and check out uh, the bindery. If you didn't hear that in the last hour, you'll be able to hear the uh, rebroadcast of this show on uh, Monday, as always, on the Modern Eater Facebook. Uh, Bryce Forrester, he's going to stick around from Craft Alley uh, because, you know, it's not just all about beer. Libations are good as well, and especially something like this to where you're like, hmm, I, li- I like... Uh, Naked I like, what? what? I like scotch. Yeah. Uh, the proper introduction, Cat Nigro. Um, Cat, first of all, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, get that mic right up to you. Uncomfortably close. Uncomfortably close. And that... it spins, so you can just... All right. You know, there you go. We'll right. just have fun right playing right with it. Sure. Um, first of all, the uh, Edrington. Did I say that right? Edrington. 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 Yeah. Very Scottish company. Uh, yeah. What, first of all, what is the company? So Edrington is owned by a charitable trust way, way back when... You know, a long time in Scotland. Sure. These Robinson sisters had this company, wanted to do something awesome with it, but didn't want everybody to take over. So they created what now is Edrington. Um, like I said, owned by a charitable trust. But the cool thing is, it's all liquor, it's all scotch. Brands that we all know. All good. And stuff. love. Yeah. Love. So McAllen. McAllen, Highland Park. Uh huh. Glen Turret. Uh huh. That kind of equals naked grouse. Yeah, so here it is, Naked Grouse, and I have a bottle of it in my hand. And I love, I just love the branding of this. And as as I do my reading, I see that I've got a bottle of, and we can call this scotch, right? This it is, is. It's a blended scotch, but the cool thing is, it's made from all single malts. So most have some malted barley or something in it. It's a little different. It's got those grains in it. This is all single malts. Um, like I said, it's got McAllen, Highland Park, and then Glen Turret. Glen Turret's the fun one. A lot of people haven't heard of. Mm-hmm. It's the oldest distillery in Scotland. Is it really? It is. So founded in 1775. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wealth of knowledge. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. That's why you we know. have people like this. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I can't do all that. <laughs> you know, here's the thing is a lot of times some people, Greg, and we talk to a lot of whiskey people and a lot of distillers and stuff, and some people aren't crazy about blending uh, whiskeys for some for what they have their own reasons and that's fine. I think it's a delicious and b why not talk about the blending process, Kat. S- simple process. Our master distiller in Scotland, Kirsten, she does a fantastic job. She works on Cuddy Sark. She works on the famous grouse, which a lot of people have seen before. Um, but she wanted a fun new project, kind of something new, innovative to catch these younger markets that are coming up. So, you know, she came up with this idea to blend these three fantastic single malts. And what they're doing is they're putting it into a naked first fill sherry cask. That's where you're getting the naked part of the grouse. Mm -hmm. So naked, meaning nothing has ever touched this cask besides sherry before the blended whiskey Mm -hmm. goes in. So they're blending it all together in that first fill sherry cask, which, I mean, it's going to give you a great flavor, a great smell. I mean, it's How long do they age it at that point? A minimum of six months in that first fill sherry cask, mm-hmm. but it has to be aged a minimum of three years. Are they putting staves in it? No. No. It's just all coming from. Interesting. So the McAllen 
Edrington, all of the all of these distilleries that we own, what they like to do is use the best of the best wood. We have a master of wood working for our company just so they can get this stuff right. So what they're doing is they're going over to these awesome coopers in uh, Spain and they're using the best sherry, the best wood. They're getting these great flavor profiles off of it. They're letting the sherry sit in there for a couple of years. And then what they're going to do is ship it up to Scotland. After they drain all that sherry, they don't care what they do with it. We just want the wood and we want the we want the good stuff from it. So they pretty much let the juices bleed out of the wood into the whiskey. This is fun. <laughs> I'm, mm. I'm enjoying this a lot. Mm. It's an educational as well. It, it's, uh, it, it, and that, it falls under the thing where this whole scotch versus whiskey thing yeah. growing up. And I always thought, you know, the two completely different things. And it turns out it's a regional thing like champagne and all that stuff. Yeah, right. And and then one of the questions I always had is, what's up with Glenn? Why is Glenn named? And it's just a region. Just a Scottish thing. <laughs> the right. easiest thing I remembered is, it's all whiskey at the end of the day. Yeah. Whiskey with an sure. E or whiskey without an E. Right. So the biggest trick to remember is, uh-huh. if the country name has an E in it, there's whiskey in it. America, there's an E in the whiskey. Scotland, there's no E in the name it, no E in the whiskey. Is that true? Don't make me go I swear, saying, other than Japan. Bryce, did you know this? <laughs> What about Ireland? I can't speak to all of them. Some of them are <laughs> Japan, Ireland. Some of them are a little bit messed up, but for the most part, yeah. it's pretty on track. Good, good question though, Bryce. Um, I don't know the answer either way. I'm genuinely curious. Without right? Me. Yeah. Uh, where, where do you fit into this picture? So a couple of months back, you know, they were looking for a brand entrepreneur. So it's not just, you know, getting out there selling it. It's actually growing the brand mm-hmm. which is crazy so this brand they decided to bring now over from the UK. but very care and not to interrupt no, but very, very careful that um not brand inv- ambassador we no. want to make that very clear brand entrepreneur because a Correct. lot of the stuff that you're doing cat and this is really why i think you hung the moon uh you're you're out there creating um a, a market share for Absolutely. this product and and it's not just going in and 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 batting your eyes or saying, uh, here's who I know mm-hmm. type of thing. It's saying, here's what I can bring to you. And here's what I want to create for you. Absolutely. And, and here's why I believe that uh, Naked Grouse has a spot in your restaurant or liquor store. Exactly. So right now, Naked Grouse is only in three markets. Mm-hmm. Denver Market, Philadelphia, and Minnesota. By design? By design. They're okay. being very, very selective mm-hmm. of what we're doing so that we can grow this brand in the right ways. So they're having me come in here and I'm not selling it. I'm not, you know, pitching it to these people that I don't think it'll work in. I'm working with the best 30 accounts in Denver. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I'm not going outside of the city limits right now to grow this brand. Create that Put thing, on yeah. these creative, mm-hmm. inventive, happy speak hours Speak to parties. that. Speak to that. Some of the things that you do. Because it's, I think it's phenomenal. It's fun. Like what this week we have Wednesday. I'm working with Bar Fausto on mm-hmm. this awesome event. And what they're doing is... It's going to sound gross, guys, but they're having a period party, like okay. a feminine ladies period party. Is that what it's called? That is, they're putting themselves out there for that <laughs> they, one. <laughs> they are. The, one of the owners knows um, this founder of this company uh, thinks it's these women's underwear that are meant for period wear. Um, so what I'm doing is working down with Tempered Chocolates down at Central Market, and we're going to make a naked grouse chocolate. It's what girls like to eat yeah. for a period. Hey, we, Why not put some scotch in it? <laughs> well, that and, and I'm thinking, make some ice cream. 
makes little it's next (laughs) that is next uh that's uh weirdly creative and and brilliant at the same time because i'm sure that as people were listening to this uh, they couldn't tune away (laughs) that's one of those things are (laughs) and so if you can if you can make um uh, I wanted. <laughs> yeah, you can't even say it, huh? Oh, You're no, just I like, can't. Ah, I, I'm yeah. just trying to walk the line, but it, you know, it stands for itself. Uh, Hearth and Dram is one of uh, what I think to be the largest selections of whiskeys and, oh, yeah. and scotches in town. Um, you're doing some certain things. It seems like your happy hours are constantly moving. So how can people keep track of that? Uh, the easiest way to keep track of it is have you know, a Facebook invite page. It's, what is it? Whiskey on the Rockies on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then again, Whiskey on the Rockies um, on Instagram. And I have all my photos, you know, everything that I'm doing throughout the week. I have something going on every other day. I, and, and check it out. Whiskey on the Rockies. Just search it, especially on Facebook. Um, <laughs> it's one of those things so obvious, like Whiskey on the Rocks, Whiskey on the Rockies. You, you did it. You grabbed it. You said it makes sense to me. Yeah, it's absolutely yours. Uh, Kat, you're doing a lot of great creative things. For people that are interested in Naked Grouse and doing some homework on it, what's, what's the best way to do that? The best way to do that is honestly right now following me on Instagram. Really, a lot of those articles that are out there are written in the UK, so they have wrong percentages on them not wrong but it's just what they're doing they're doing 40 percent there we're doing 43 so yeah you've got to be on the plus side i know we're throwing a lot of information at you guys and and come monday when we do a uh a repodcast of this uh, broadcast we'll put out there on our facebook page let's do a jump across link of and and write all the stuff down so that we can get you maximum exposure because you're doing a great job well thank you uh liquor stores are you looking for positioning there uh i have great positioning right now at argonauts on the top shelf in the blended section love that and uh over at molly's too they work with me really well i have a bunch of other liquor stores in town though those are my top two favorite. I love working with those guys and all over town on premise, you know, Bar Fausto, Mercantile, Hearth and Dram. We got all the guys with us and everybody's a great supporter. Yeah. Um, I haven't said it at all just because I think she should stand alone for what she does. Uh, and, and it's one of those things where you're not a hanger on her. I think this guy is uh, Chef Preston Phillips from Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole. Just happens to be your other half. Uh, you guys are great. A pair couple together just we feed off each other you it's really great. do a good job you keep the guy in line i do he feeds me i make him drink it works <laughs> it does work. what do you want <laughs> uh great job so much fun cat stick around next segment are you are you uh do you like ska brewing company out of durango yeah you do okay i had an opportunity jay and we released this this last week and it didn't mm. hurt that ska brewing company shared it uh, but we caught up during Great American Beer Festival week, and Scott Brewing T- Company was doing a happy hour at Rialto with some of their new releases, a p- Pink Vapor Stew being one of their sours, uh, which I think is great, by the way. I'm not a huge fan of sours just because it makes you burp, and it's like... It just, Doesn't all beer? <laughs> well, no, but the sour will get you deep. <laughs> the sour will get you <laughs> real deep. Uh, exactly. It's, uh, but um, Dave Thibodeau. Co- co-owner, co-founder, Scott Brewing Company. We have some mutual friends. All of a sudden, we sit down with the guy. We're spending 
25, 30 minutes with him with what I believe, humbly so, is a fantastic interview and just such a great insight to not only Dave Thibodeau, his life, uh, but Scott Brewing Company itself. That's posted on the Modern Eater Facebook page. You can check it out there. But a lot of people are getting some good views out of that and enjoying it. And on, on that vein, we want to catch up with Scott Brewing uh, brewer Joe Hull, and he's going to come up next in the next segment on the telephone. So if you want to stick around and listen to that interview, yeah. that'd be cool. All right. Uh, thank you, Kat. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Kat Nigro. And uh, it's Edrington. 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 With a D. E-D. With a D. The I Naked Grouse. The Naked Grouse. It's such good stuff. All right. We'll be back in a flash. And Bryce Forrester again in studio with us with Craft Alley. We'll come back and we'll talk to Joe Hole from Scott Brewing Company. That's next in the Booze in the News segment right here on the Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio.